0: So we were talking about the, uh, the opportunity scholarship expansion, the vouchers, um, because the crossover deadline is coming in the legislature where all the bills that are filed in the House have to make their way over to the Senate and all the bills that get filed in the Senate have to get over to the House. And so there's a deadline. They call it crossover. And that is uh, this year. It is on May 4th, which is also Star Wars Day, May the 4th. Be with you. That's why they call it that. I don't make these rules. Okay, Beth says, Pete, I attended CMS for the entirety of my childhood education, and I shepherded my two kids through the same system. I am not a fan. I could write a book about CMS, but it would probably get me canceled. I thank the good Lord that we never had to deal with all this gender-bending mess. Um, on the uh, the drag show, well, so then there's another bill that's in the Senate, and there is a House version of this as well, but there's a Senate bill. That is going to increase the penalties for committing sexual acts or obscene acts in the presence of minors. So right now, the law exists, identifies the various obscenities, and it is pretty explicit. You can get a list. I mean, if that sort of thing that interests you, you can get a list. It's at the ncleg.net. It's not a reference to a body part. No, it's NC leg, NC legislate. Okay. Anyway, so you go, you go to the website. You can actually Google the general statutes. You search for the statutes and you can find it. I'm not going to play it because some of it is, you know, it's, it's purient. I, There's no need for me to describe them or to play a soundbite of somebody else describing them, but I had it. And all the bill is doing is increasing the penalty. If you do these things in the presence of a minor, and for some reason, a bunch of people showed up at the hearing claiming that it's going to end up leading to the arrests of drag show performers, trans people, and it's going to lead to the uh, uh, the clearing out of all of these school library bookshelves. which to me, if it's sort of an admission that the stuff that you are advocating here, does fall under the definition of an obscene act? No. Which, by the way, if it already does, then law enforcement is already empowered, right, to go charge people. But they're apparently not. So maybe you're actually not doing something that's falling under the obscenity law and your concern is misplaced here. Or they're not prosecuting when they should. That's, that's also a possibility uh dk says pete the woman on that audio clip you played uh complaining because obscenity laws are already on the books there are already laws for firearms too but that doesn't mean she doesn't want more and stricter laws on firearms that's true (laughs) yeah well it's it's always yeah more laws on the things that i want to ban and you know less enforcement on the stuff that i like so here's reverend vance haywood Reverend Vance Haywood from the Metropolitan Community Churches of North Carolina. Oh, all right. So a preacher, a man of the cloth. And he says
1: everyone wants to protect kids. The comments, however, link obscenities and I'll link this bill directly to the queer community and to the art of drag. This bill and and those comments and others like it do nothing to protect, but they do incite hatred division violence and fear bills like this and, and the notion that it, it would be linked to the queer community claims to protect against a made-up threat that has no evidence nor basis
0: all right so wait hang on a second are you talking about stochastic terrorism that's what it sounds like it almost sounds like a little stochastic terrorism to me right simply making comments that could because you heard what he said there he said comments that are made during discussion of the bill, that link the increased penalties with drag shows, LGBT, whatever, like all of this stuff, that the comments that are linking these two, that's the stochastic terrorist stuff. But the people who are making those connections are you. You're doing that. Your side, quote-unquote, is doing that. The speakers from the LGBTQ2 plus IA, whatever community, right? They are the ones that are making those connections. In so much as there are drag shows where performers cross the line and start doing these performances that are risque, that are obscene, that that then could violate obscenity law, right? Those are the ones like those Those people that are doing it, they're the ones that are connecting these issues. Once again, it's another example of attacking the reaction, right? The provocation occurs. Here's the antagonism from the left, the progressives, right? Because they're like, they are the ones that are always on the march forward, right? Progress, moving forward. We got to do more stuff. There ought ought to be a law, right? There's always, there's this constant provocation. Constant antagonism to change institutions and society, for the better, of course, in order to realize utopia, obviously. And then whenever there's like a resistance to that, oh, no, I don't think you should be doing the strip tease in front of the four-year-old. Oh, my gosh, I can't believe that you would endanger my life by connecting these two things. Well, if you're not doing the strip teases in front of four-year-olds, then then there's no reason for me to have this law that says you can't do that. But apparently some people need this law, right? It's already, again, right? It's already, you cannot be doing the, yeah. All right. So this is again, Rev. I think, guys, I'm starting to get a feeling that this Metropolitan Community Churches of North Carolina, I think it might be a bit of a lefty kind of a church. <laughs> I'm thinking,
1: I don't, yeah. Well, take a listen. Young people in North Carolina do face threats, very real threats. The art of drag, trans folk and queer folk are not one of those threats. 353,000 children in North Carolina went to bed hungry last night and woke up again this morning hungry without enough to eat. One in five children in our state. Kids and teachers go to school every day worried, am I going to be next? Is the active shooter going to walk through the doors of this school and take my life? Kids face real threats. If this committee, if this Senate, if this legislature cared as much about children and the people of North Carolina as we did yesterday about muscadine and scuppernog grapes, and whether or not barbecue comes from Lexington or Eastern North Carolina, then we would face the real threats and address the real threats that we face each and every day as North Carolinians.
0: All right, so, all right hang on a second. That's just crap, okay, Reverend? That's that's garbage. Scuppernog is like a hugely important issue, okay? We should all. <laughs> No, they spent, they spent a day. They spent not even a day. They spent a little bit of time, right, talking about official grapes, official wine of the state kind of thing. Barbecue, what has the best barbecue. Do you really believe that they have spent more time on scuppernog wine versus obscenity law? Versus uh, school choice? Versus gun control? Versus hardening targets at schools, school safety. These are things that they're talking about literally all the time. These things are, they got, they're at bill like 600 number by now. They've got all manners of bills. And to think that, you know, yesterday's discussion about scuppernog grapes and barbecue, that that somehow means like we didn't have any bandwidth to cover all of these other topics. No, what he's saying is you need to do what I want you to do. And until you do what I want you to do, which I'm going to go out on a limb and, and just guess here, which is gun confiscation, right? I'm thinking that's what he wants to see happen. Just, just total shot in the dark there, no pun intended. Total shot in the dark based on what his comments were so far. Oh, and then, of course, he
1: closes with this. Bills like this, actions like this are nothing short of domestic terrorism at the very hands of the people that are here to protect us.
0: I don't know. You you can't see it because it's radio, but I just rolled my eyes so hard. I saw my brain that this is this bill is domestic terrorism, increasing the penalties for engaging in obscene acts in front of children. That's domestic terrorism. This guy is not a serious person like just this over the top hyperbolic performative nature of these arguments. It's it's just so exhausting and unserious, immature. But wait, there's more. (laughs) A couple of drag performers then had some words for the committee. We'll get to those in a moment. Oh, hey, real quick. Before I forget, Carolina Readiness Supply is prepping for its annual Heritage Life Skills event. It's coming up in July, and you can learn how to be better prepared and self-sufficient in the event of any emergency. Things like homesteading, canning, Water storage, radio communications, herbal remedies, home defense, fermenting vegetables, all sorts of stuff. This is what Carolina Readiness Supply does. For beginners, all the way to the most experienced preppers, Carolina Readiness Supply can help. Get your tickets now at com. That's com. Veteran-owned Carolina Readiness Supply. Will you be ready when the lights go out? All right, so got a couple more audio clips here. This is uh, cut number five. Okay, Alexandria Webb said this is at a public hearing talking about increasing the penalties for committing obscene acts in front of children. And for some reason, drag performers think that this is going to be used to arrest them. The obscenity law doesn't change. It's just the penalty. Alexandria Webb said the language of the bill is too vague and as such... It will be used to target drag performers as well as trans people. As a transgender woman of color who also is a drag artist, I stand at the intersection of the language that y'all are targeting us with. Um, As a person, I think I have an unalienable right to live my life without um, having it being interpreted as obscene. I don't mean to be mean about this, but... um... You know, you don't. You don't have that right. I know people throw around rights, they like the term rights and all that, but there's no right. You can't make people think something. If somebody thinks that you're living your life in an obscene way, like obscene gluttony, for example, right? If people think you're making really bad choices in your life, they're free to think that. I don't know who told you that you have a right to not allow other people to think that you're living wrong. Huh?
1: I, okay. So the language and the comments um, affect everyday folks like me and their ability to simply exist. It
0: politicizes our lives. Well, all right. If you're, if you're the one going into the kindergarten and wearing you know, pasties, implants, and BDSM outfits to read to children... You're actually the one that's politicizing your life, not the people who are like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't be doing that in front of the kids. You know what these comments all indicate, right? Yes, that we have entered the zone of dumb mass We've been here a while, I think. Senator Jim Perry said, actually, the bill is not vague at all. It's only nine lines long. And it doesn't change any definitions, doesn't change any law, it just increases penalties if you commit the obscenities in front of the kids. Grace Nichols is another drag perform- oh, drag artist. Drag
2: artist. I think to to try to assert that I am obscene as a queer trans person, as a drag performer, is absurd. Uh, my makeup might not be that great, but have you seen these dimples? Yeah.
0: Nobody is saying you are obscene. You know what this is? Like, I have, I have very, like, I'm a pretty patient person. I get told this all the time, especially after certain callers. I'm a pretty patient person, but this stuff frustrates me. This infantilization, this, this talking to me like I am a child, right? This is the, uh, this is the same stupidity. The same dumbassery as the no human is illegal, that argument, right, it is stupid. It is so stupid of an argument. And that's what this
2: uh, Grace Nickel. This, this is the same thing. I think to, to try to assert that I am obscene as a queer trans person, as a drag performer, is absurd.
0: It is absurd. You are correct, because nobody is saying that. No one is saying that. No one is saying that except you. <laughs> the Zone of Dumb <laughs> Make it stop. Oh, my gosh. Um, Grace then went on to insult all of the Republican lawmakers, which I find usually is a very good way to persuade people, is to just, I mean, really light into them. And then they are like, oh, you called me all these names. Now I agree with you. Yeah, that's usually how that happens. We'll take a listen in a minute. consider supporting one of the businesses that make it possible. Lots of gift ideas for that person who loves the military style for fashion or decor. There really is something for everyone at Old Grouch's Military Surplus in beautiful downtown Clyde and online at oldgrouch.com. Again, I I find it really, really persuasive when in a discussion with somebody, particularly somebody who has some leverage, advantage over me uh, and I want something from them. I find it Very super, super helpful to just rip into them, just insult the bejeebus out of them. And uh, and then they usually just go right along with whatever uh, I want them to. And I'm sure that's how it's going to go for Grace Nichols, who appeared at this Senate hearing and uh, ripped into the Republican lawmakers who want to increase penalties for people who perform
2: obscene sexual acts in front of children. I don't think any of us um uh get to be the moral authority on human life, but if we're splitting hairs, here are a few things I find obscene. Hang on a second.
0: You don't think any of us get to be the moral authority on life? You realize you're in a legislature, right? That's that like is literally what they do. They yeah. They 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 put guardrails up on like moral issues and stuff. And that's what we're, that this is what democracy looks like. We're having this debate. We're talking this stuff out. This is the process. It's how it's supposed to go.
2: All right, let's re-rack it. I don't think any of us um, uh, get to be the moral authority on human life, but if we're splitting hairs, here are a few things I find obscene. Um, lack of health care, housing, access to uh, food, gun safety. Um, here are the things you could focus on if you actually cared about children. Um, but- uh, did, did he say health care? Are you aware that the Republicans
0: just expanded Medicaid, the largest government expansion in North Carolina history? over the protests of conservatives and republicans. Yeah, they're they're expanding it. See? You never get credit. Republicans, you will never be good enough. Ever. You're not going to get credit for doing these things. Perfect example of it right here.
2: The truth is, I don't think you actually do. All you care about is a self-righteous sense of morality. And what these um, mass-produced and mass-distributed bills tell us about y'all is that you um, you lack compassion, and you also lack creativity and a sense of humor. Uh, you have a jaw on the way you think life should be, instead of having a, and as well as an unwillingness to be honest about how life really is. You lack curiosity. Life doesn't match up to what you love, what you think life ha- life is, and maybe ask some questions instead you want to murder us, jail us, and deny us um, life resources that, al- that allow human diversity to thrive. So I'm, I'm sorry, but white men with guns storming a library is far more traumatizing than drag queens reading a story.
0: <sighs> my goodness.
2: I, I'm, I just...
0: I don't have anything else to add except...
2: Warning, Warning.
3: you're in the zone of dumbassery. It's
0: just, everything is over the top performative. Do you think that anybody is persuaded by this? This is just emotionalism on steroids. Like, that's all this is. Or maybe testosterone. I don't know. You're not persuading anybody. He's up there talking about all you care about is, you know, your your moral superiority, throwing it around or whatever. And, like, that's exactly what you're doing. Weird. Very weird. Joe Biden said the other day, there's no such thing as someone else's child. (laughs) Our nation's children are all our children. And uh, David Strom over at HotAir.com pointed out the other day that... um, you know, Democrats have been saying stuff like this for a, lo- a long time, right? Takes a village, remember that. But they get—they seem to be getting a little bit more explicit. And um, considering the pushback from the left on stuff like these obscenity laws in the presence of minors, and at the same time talking about there's no such thing as someone else's kid, and then at the same time saying, "Hey, you know what? We're gonna—we're sh- going to keep secret." from parents stuff about kids like social transitioning and stuff like I, i'm i'm starting to think there may be some warning signs let me get Nate on the program hello nate welcome to the show how are you
4: hey i was just trying to figure out that preacher from north carolina his problem was you know that it's going to take away from the art of drag shows yeah, well, I think. Yeah, well, I think that's what it seems to me. The only thing that the LGBT community is offering is sexual, you know, drag shows, which are sexual, pride, gay pride parades, which are nothing but a bunch of dudes wearing banana hammocks and parading through the streets.
0: No, there's also BDSM outfits, leather stuff like that and this you know this and i said this from the very beginning when the when, like charlotte first had its first pride uh parade um and look i don't object to people having parades if the lgbt organizations want to have parades go for it i do object if you're going to prance around in you know scantily Uh, You're going to be scantily clad, right? You're you're going to be prancing around in like stripper outfits, and you're going to be simulating sex acts, and you're going to be doing it in public. I would object to that, whether it's straight or gay. It doesn't matter to me. That's not appropriate. And so this is like how we got to this point where now you can't even say this is this is you know mature content. It should be out of bounds for the kids. Um, Yeah, and like this is the fight I think that a lot of parents are not willing to surrender.
4: But, like that's all it's about the sexual part. It's not about anything else any any parade that they have. all it is is nude people running around.
0: okay, well, first, bodies. you said they're wearing the speedos, and now they're nude, so like, I don't know, like there's you're you're undressing them like uh it's like I'm, I feel like I'm playing strip <laughs> poker here. uh so anyway, no, no I, I, just, I I agree with you, but I think, I think that's I think, inherent. I think it's inherent in their issue, right, in this very issue because it is all about sex. uh, Sexual identity orientation, right? It it is all centered around that very thing.
4: I know, but they if they offered something else, people wouldn't have such a problem with it.
0: Um, I think you are ignoring interior design. (laughs) Hello, Nate. I appreciate the call. (laughs) It's just a joke. Uh, But no, I I get it. Like this is, a lot of people thought that once, gay marriage got legalized right that this issue was over and what did we hear during the debate about gay marriage all the time from the people that were opposed to gay marriage they said this is the quote slippery slope right they said if you start down this path then it you know next thing you know you're gonna be marrying animals and i would always say that's that's silly you know legal contracts legal consenting adults these are the things and i would hear every now and again people talk about pedophilia and there was a bill that got ran in Washington or Oregon, and they, they pulled it, but it sought to eliminate a, a sex offender registry status, I believe it was for or yeah, something like that for for pedophiles. So th- there are in fact some people that are interested in in doing that. like the, the normalization of those acts. I'm not saying everyone hashtag not all people, but I am saying there are some. There are people that are actually interested in doing this, and those are the ones I'm looking out for. Those are the ones like I'm on. I'm I'm I got my eyes wide open on them. <laughs> all right, Jonathan, welcome to the program. Hello, Jonathan.
3: Hey, Pete. I will just listening. Uh, the last caller was talking about the pedophilia and stuff going on. Um, I I mentioned to the guy ahead, there's a viral video going around right now on social media where there's a a student uh, recording his teacher talking, and she's calling out on a student that was calling someone a pedophile, and she said, that's inappropriate. We shouldn't call someone a pedophile. The the appropriate terminology is minor attracted person. And they said that it shouldn't be our place to judge someone if they want to sleep with a five-year-old. And it's just insane to me that it's all starting... It seems to be all left-wing ideology and leftist uh, teachers that are spreading this indoctrination in these school systems. And just the the thought of pedophilia is one thing that should be demonized. I know we're not supposed to judge people, but pedophilia is like one of the ultimate crimes against nature. And to say that we shouldn't call them pedophiles, we should distinguish them as minor attracted persons, as somehow trying to avoid offending them, it's insane to me.
0: Yeah, it's degeneracy. That's yeah. what uh, that's what we're seeing it's degeneracy.
3: Have you seen that video?
0: I've not seen the video but the minor attracted person is the term I have seen that I saw the uh the bill that they were talking that I was talking about before the break used that language as well. So and that is the there's there is an attempt to normalize to mainstream that language because he who controls the language controls the debate. And uh, the left is very good at this. That's, I mean, the very the very use of the term transgender and cis-normative, cis cisgender. Like these are terms that now are in our vocabulary because the left pushed them into the vocabulary so they right. could control the discussion. Um, well,
3: it, used to, it used to be gender dysmorphia, and it was considered a medical
0: illness, and now mm-hmm.
2: it's
0: not. Yeah, now it's not right, and yeah, they just it's it's Calvin ball, you know um it's the perfect analogy for the way the left plays politics where the rules don't matter from minute to minute all that matters is right now what rule can i use to gain the advantage and get what i want um and and win jonathan i appreciate the call i've not seen the video i'll keep an eye out for it though um but don't worry because your kid is joe biden's and mine apparently um yeah, he says there's no such thing as someone else's child. And I can assure you there is such a thing. I guarantee you there's such a thing. Um, every child is someone else's child. To me, I don't have any children, so they're not mine. Uh, Democrats have been saying it for a while. David Strom says at HotAir.com, a lot has changed over the decades, and the Democrats have been doing more and more to separate children from their parents to the point that schools and even state governments have taken to hiding important facts about their children from parents. Public school teachers rant about how they know better than parents what's good for them because they're the experts with graduate degrees. You can find thousands of similar videos scattered around the web, especially on TikTok. Thank you, China. School teachers are now taught that they are moral experts, superior to parents, and they should be given priority in moral and sexual education. State after state is passing laws declaring themselves sanctuaries for parents who kidnap their kids for ideological reasons. I just saw another one. This is Oregon. Hang on a second. Where is it? Yeah, here it is. House built 2002B. Or not 2B. Um, 2002B. Allows a child of any age without parental knowledge to receive an abortion. A doctor may not disclose to the child's parent information regarding the abortion they performed unless the child provides written consent. Prohibits health insurance plans from limiting or denying coverage for irreversible sex-changing treatments and procedures. A minor may receive irreversible sex-changing treatments and procedures without parental knowledge. A minor may have parents' insurer cover the cost of the irreversible sex-changing treatments and procedures without the parent's knowledge. Insurers must cover, quote, medically necessary cosmetic procedures, tracheal shaves. That's to get rid of your Adam's apple. Hair uh, electrolysis, facial feminization surgery, facial altering treatment. Also decriminalizing, concealing the dead body of a newborn child. So that won't be against the law. Oregon taxpayers on the hook to pay for abortions and the sex change uh, operations for non-Oregonians. Requiring... Student health centers at public universities and community colleges to provide medic- uh, medica- medication abortions and changes statutory language from terminate the individual's pregnancy to exercise the individual's reproductive health rights. So, this is the stuff that they're advancing. Hey, there's no such thing as someone else's child. We'll see you tomorrow. Don't break anything while I'm gone.